When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And uh, I actually don't have an individual Inked Marketing Solutions project to promote on this here pre-roll. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Inked Marketing in just a little more detail, what they actually do. Um, well, uh, in, in a time of uh, uh, Kickstarters, uh, this, this is the Kickstarter age, no doubt about it. Um, there's, uh, I've seen it happen way too many times. Uh, big books that should be great don't know how to actually do the, uh, I don't know, the, the boring shit when it comes to putting on a, a Kickstarter. And that's where Inked Marketing comes in. Uh, they do all the important boring shit. Uh, you make the comic, Ink Marketing makes sure that it gets funded, is what it comes down to. Uh, it's a an advertising signal-boosting uh, juggernaut. The uh, the success rate is just... <laughs> it's hard to match, man. It's hard to match. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but as somebody that follows all of these uh, these campaigns and everything... As long as you follow Inked Marketing's uh, uh, the, the individualized program, and that's the cool thing. It's not like it's everybody gets, you, you do it this way and you get that. No. Uh, Kevin, the man behind it all, he sits down with you and it, it, it's a real-life conversation. You know, it's a very personal situation and, you know, he says, okay, well, you want to get out of this? This is what I feel is reasonable. And then it's... Uh, I guess the, the man, he's a marketing expert, that's what he does. Um, so, he's taking his expertise to the Kickstarter and Indiegogo, really just a crowdfunded community, and uh, he's, he's doing amazing things. So, um, yeah, and, and it, with all of these pre-rolls, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you hear me talk about Inked Marketing, and, you know, the, uh, more so the projects that they promote, I, I, I feel that you really need to know who inked marketing is uh, early get in on the ground floor and you know if you're a creator listening to this right now uh, just search inked marketing solutions and if you can't find them for whatever reason um, you should be able to find them then you know where to find me at cheers to comics anywhere just yeah get a hold of me and I will put you in touch with the right person to uh, to get your your uh, campaign funded so there you go. Uh, inked Marketing Solutions, people. Get some.
Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode, I think it's 344. Oh, hey. Yeah, and the 344th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. Uh, more specifically, the uh, books coming out next new comic book day. And uh, most importantly, the books on the uh, final order cutoffs this week. So if you don't order these books, they don't get printed. They don't get printed. You're not allowed to bitch about paying eBay prices. So there you go. So uh, before I get into this, though, i got to tell you one of my favorite places to get books. And it's not even here locally in Denver. Uh, It's No, it's not the world's largest comic book store, what is located in Denver. It is Nerds Forever out of Newcastle, Wyoming. Um, customer service is unmatched. I've, I've yet to be served as a customer like I have um, as a Nerds Forever customer. So, um, well, I mean, I know what you're thinking. I'm not in fucking Newcastle, Wyoming. Maybe you are, but you're one of, like, maybe 160 people, I think. <laughs> Um, but uh, I have no idea how big this town is, um, but I can't imagine it's big, because it's, well, Wyoming, right? Uh, but my point is, my point is, is that, uh, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to be in Wyoming to be able to experience the Nerds Forever, well, experience. They have a website that's 307nerds, the number four, ever.com, 307nerdsforever.com, and, uh, yeah, you'll be guided to greatness. I promise you that. I promise you. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have them as an affiliate if, uh, if I didn't have the utmost of faith in what Nerds Forever is uh, capable of delivering. So, um, yeah, there you go, people. I know, it's, it's, it's hard to find the right local comic book shop. And if you're looking to start a poll list, too, my boy Tarl, the guy that runs Nerds Forever... He will start you up a pull list with a discount. <gasps> the way it should be. I know a lot of people out there. Nah, I'm starting to find out. Their uh, their shops don't offer a pre-order discount. And I find that to be... Um, I don't know. What are bad words to describe that? I mean, really good words. But nasty, filthy words. Um, those are the words. Just use your imagination. Make up a word. There you go. That's how I feel about shops that don't offer... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's also a new language too. Um, all right, let's get on with this, man. Let's talk about the FOCs. Um, now, well, uh, I guess I'm not going to. I'll wait. I will say that next week, uh, the the you're, with the Labor Day coming up through Lunar, you're gonna have a super short time. But I'm also not gonna make this podcast extra long because of it. So we're just going to have to do like we always do on Lunar Holidays next week. and Yeah, get them in real quick. Like, But in the meantime, let's talk about now. Not, the, not, not that kind of future. I say this is the podcast of the future, but mm, we're not going to that timeline. Okay, Lunar. Um, multi-distributors right now. That means multi-cutoff dates. So uh, due by August 29th, we have... Aquaman, The Becoming. It's a, let's see, number one of a six-parter. Uh, we got a first appearance in this. Uh, Deluge, Delulge, 
Deluge sounds cooler. Um, let's see here. What do we got? We got two covers, a one in 25. Uh, yeah, I mean, take that for what she is. I know for for what she is. Jesus Christ. For what it is. Um, hmm. I'm looking at the, uh, the, the, the prices on eBay for this one in 25. And there's people trying to sell for like 40 to $65 already, but... I don't know. I don't know what that means. And uh, it's not sold yet. Let's put it that way. They're just trying to sell it for that. So ambitious, ambitious. Um, now, yeah, Delo Deluge. I don't know. I haven't heard it said yet. Um, I, I don't know. Like I said, DC spec is really iffy. I'm not saying all DC spec is dead spec. That's I'm beyond all of that. But you know, I mean. Some stuff. It's probably gonna be a little while if it does take off. And Deluge might be one of them but rejoice you have a new aquaman miniseries because i don't there's not an aquaman ongoing right now there's not a whole lot of aquaman anything so yeah fuck he's barely a part of the justice league i know i'm all right it's fucking bendis he likes his naomi uh batman 113 we got the first full appearance peacekeeper x i know it's already been advertised hey peacekeeper x was supposed to be in the last issue of batman i know See, this is why we can't 100% rely on the Key Collector app. And I have more examples of that later on. So, um, take what you will. Uh, there, there was definitely a cameo. I mean, they just didn't call him Peacekeeper X. It was a fucking full appearance, if you were to ask me, but whatever. Unless that wasn't him. Oh, shit. But I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, so, yeah, I don't Now, the spec on all these Batman new characters, like Peacekeeper and stuff, Peacekeeper X, those are going to be, uh, um, it's, it's, it's going to be a while. The, 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 now me, if you were to ask me, I think the best character to, to, to speckle on, speckle on, whew, it's early, um, <laughs> speculate on Ghostmaker, as far as, uh, in the, uh, Tinian Batman universe, just because, I mean, he's a fucking badass, and, uh, I don't know. It's still a cheap issue. I'm pretty sure picking up, what was it, 102? Batman 102, I believe, first appearance? Yeah, I, I still think you can get it for cover price, so. That's the one I would be going after. Oh, fuck me, you're like so much, goddammit. Um, because it's early, I just said. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, but as far as Peacekeeper X, I'm not, I'm not sure about this one. I mean, I'm gonna pick up two. You know, one for me, one for, I don't know the box but um i'm not uh, i'm not expecting this to to blow up by any means there's a nice jorge molina cardstock variant on this let's see what the one in 25 looks like uh ben oliver that's actually a pretty cool cover was it dark op 7 deep cover detective i'm not really sure what the, what this is. is it like a comic on a comic i'm not sure what this variant supposed to be but regardless the art's really cool who is that ben oliver yeah ghostmaker man mary nakano on there oh it's like video games i see one player i see okay it's a video game variant why why whatever uh batman secret files miracle molly mm-hmm gonna ourselves a little uh um origin of miracle molly you said Oh. Um, spec on Miracle Molly all you want. You know, I'm, I'm, I think she has a bunch of potential. 
I do. But I also think that her first appearance was uh, printed in abundance. So it's going to be a long time. Well, I don't know about a long time, but a while. Before uh, anybody's paying top dollar for Miracle Molly stuff at the moment. But an origin story coming out, I don't know. Maybe her origin's super neato and it boosts the book. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who's doing this B cover? That's nice. Justine Frey. It's uh, pretty fucking red. I like the old binary code there. It's like the Matrix, but blue. Um, and then there's a 1 in 25 uh, done by Little Thunder. Same artist as the A cover, actually, but uh, this is just the Voyagin variant. <gasps> She's got an eyeball in her hand? I didn't know that. Huh. Or does she not? I know because she's got one weird eye. I don't know. She's weird. Um, I'm anxious to learn what her, uh, uh, anything is for the m most part. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think she's going to be a bad guy, though. That's that's one thing that Miracle Molly has going for her is She's kind of solicited as an evil doer. And, you know, villains are tough spec, but a hero, hmm, I don't know, her and Squeak could be the next Robins. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Batman vs. Bigby, a wolf in Gotham. Gotham? Why did I say it like that? Uh, this is a crossover from the Fables universe, I guess. It's a black label book done by Bill Wellingham. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to, I didn't read Fables, so I'm not. I don't really have any attachment to this, but, oh, Jesus, I was going to read you this, uh, this description, but it is, well, I mean, probably just as long as the fucking comic, good lord, uh, let's see, two covers on this one, Brian Level and Jay Lyston, getting the, uh, the B cover on that one, neato, this one I'm stoked about, we got blue and gold, number three, um, there is a first appearance in here. What was his name? Buggy B Bumper? Rubber Baby Buggy Bumper? What the fuck was it, goddammit? Sorry, I'm stalling as I scroll. Ugh. I know I just passed it like six times. You motherfucker. There it is. Uh, Buggles. See, I was close. Um, a new business partner. I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Um, but... I have a feeling that blue and gold is going to be on the screen any time now. There'll be that announcement, and when it happens, oh shit! Didn't they already? They already cast Blue Beetle, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, see, it's coming, people. It's fucking coming. And when that happens, just be prepared for all of you know any any potential uh, blue and gold first appearance in their universe. You know, popping up. It's probably gonna take a while, but. I don't know, man. Now, see, I have faith in Discovery. Fuck this AT&T bullshit that's been going on. I know they're not the ones making the movies, but at the same time, they're the ones backing the movies financially. So, um, I don't know. I mean, more money, better production, one would hope? Or, I don't know, better money, better production? Because AT&T money is just gross and filthy. I really do loathe that company. Um... Let's see here. From uh, from Scout, we got By the Horns, number six. I think this is wrapping up. Uh, no, this might be a, uh, this might be an ongoing son of a bitch. Wouldn't you know it? So there you go, By the Horns. Um, Catwoman, number 35. And, uh, tying into Fear State here. And then there's also a Jenny Frisson cardstock variant. That looks very similar to 
everything Jenny Frisson does. And then there's a 1 in 25. Is this supposed to be like a video game variant as well? No? I don't know what this is supposed to be either. It's just random art that looks like it would belong to a theme. I'm not sure. But it's Cal Nagu. New? Cal New? Um, it's Catwoman. I mean, it's a cool, I mean, it's a great cover. But at the same time, I don't understand what the theme is supposed to be. Gotham City Police Department. There's like a little... Uh, hold on. Known... Uh, I, I think it's just a wanted picture is all it is. Huh. Alright. Uh, let's see here. Diana, Princess of the Amazons, Wonder Woman Day Special Edition One-Shot. Oh, it's like a... Uh, okay, I see here. It's for Wonder Woman Day. I don't know if this is something you as a consumer can order or not, but... Um, they, they come in, uh, bundles of 25, so I'm betting they're, uh, what, what was that, like five bucks for bundles of 25, or a quarter a piece, I think. They, they say free on them, but that's a thing. Any, nothing's free, people. Even if a shop's giving away something for free, it fucking costs them something. It costs them something. It's just a gimmick. Um, let's see here, Flash 774, we got a first appearance in this one. I didn't realize Flash was still going on. Dr. Nightmare. So, like I say with all DC spec right now, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 really hard to, to gauge what's going to just blow up. I think the only real DC spec that has blown up in the last, I don't know, 112 issues is that um, fucking punchline. And even then, her first appearance isn't even in fucking Batman. <laughs> Tell her isn't, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 hard to it's hard to spec DC, but I also believe that any first appearance has potential. Um, and if you don't believe that, then you're just a silly, silly goose. Uh, let's see here, Justice League number sixty-eight. We got an Alexander Lozano cardstock on that. I don't even like Superman. That's badass. Legends of the Dark Knight number five. Uh, Riley Rossmo getting the cover on that one. If you're a Martian Manhunter fan. And you go on like this. Uh, there's also a 1 in 25 Jorge Fornis variant on this as well. Uh, Looney Tunes 262 popping off. Look at that Daffy Duck. Nice. Uh, Nightwing 84. Mm -hmm. I think this is the end of an arc. Also tying into Fear State. Let me just make sure here. When the Bat Family receives misleading information in correct directions from Oracle... One's Bab didn't send herself. They realize Oracle system has been hacked. But who is powerful enough to break into Oracle's super secure network? And what personal information is now at risk? Not only that, the mysterious anti-Oracle is taking advantage of Gotham City's state of fear and has bombarded the city with falsities, spreading even more fear. Okay, um... Yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. So I, I don't I don't know if this is the end of an arc or the beginning of the second Tom Taylor arc. Let's do the math here. So that's an even number, six-issue arc. Yeah, no, this is... Wait. Yes. Yes, this is the end of an arc? I don't fucking know. It's Fear State, though, right? Um, okay, there... Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Jamal Campbell in the cardstock variant. <laughs> and, uh... 
Uh, well, oh, okay, we got another Nightwing, or Wanted variant. So there is some sort of theme going on here. Nightwing's Wanted, mmm. Those darned vigilantes. Uh, nice, 1 in 25 there. Oh, could make for a sweet theme on your wall, if you're into that type of thing. Uh, let's see, Shazam's gonna be on its third issue this week. I'm a little four-pata. Uh, let's see here, Static number four. Uh, two cover, nope, just one cover. I like how they don't give any milestone books variants. Just kidding, I don't, I'm not, like, I don't know why um, they don't do that. They give every other book a variant, but all of a sudden milestone, they're just like, eh, what did do the one? I think it'd be a good time to flex, you know? Uh, Strange Adventures wrapping up with the 12th issue, ooh, eh. One day I will get around to reading this, all 12 of them. King Shark. I mean, Suicide Squad, King Shark. Now, there is a fart ton of first appearances in this, and by a fart ton, I mean five. We've got Queen Tiger, we got King Roach, we got Princess Nemato, we got Princess Peregrine, we've got Man King. Mm-hmm. So the reintroduction of Shark King's father, uh, Carmo and Chandakra. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no, the... the, the it's the same cover of the, the, the free comic book day preview or whatever, but... Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, King Shark, he's a... Well, he's popular again, right? You know, people are all over him. Num-num and whatnot. Uh, yeah, and I think it's proper that he gets a little miniseries here, and it's kind of cool to see uh, his, his origin and his, I don't know, whole mythos and universe expanded upon. Um, with all of the hype of King Shark going on, is this book something that I would hold on to? I would. I will be picking... I actually, I've already put in my FOCs for this week. Uh, five of these. I, I, I went down for five of them. And there is a 1 in 25 Scott Collins cardstock variant as well. So, if all of these first appearances... I mean, if it's an abundance of first appearances and there's a 1 in 25, odds are that 1 in 25 will take off at some point. You gotta play the odds here, people. Even if in this book they kill four out of five of the characters, um, there's still a chance, you know? But there's no way they're killing King Roach. It's not gonna fucking happen. Um, and Suicide Squad, people. Of course they're gonna kill some motherfuckers. Uh, Wonder Woman. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it's this again. Again? Okay, they're doing multiple Wonder Womans. This is another Wonder Woman Day special situation here. Once again, I don't know if you can... If you, uh, as a consumer, can order these books, oh, maybe you can. Um, 25 cents a piece, I believe, though. Well, I mean, $5 for a bundle of 25. That's what I mean to say. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what it's about. It doesn't say, well, I mean, I'm sure it says, but I don't give a shit. Okay, I'll say. Celebrate 80 years. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, why has the lasso of truth stopped working? Alright, yeah, secrets and whatnot. So there you go, and finally, from Lunar this week, due to be ordered by the 29th, we have Wonder Woman Black and Gold, number four. Two covers on it, Joshua Middleton getting the cardstock variant, as he tends to do. So, uh, yeah, those are your uh, DC and Scout books this week, not a lot of Scout, but yeah, get them in by the 29th, otherwise they don't get printed, they don't get printed, then there's a chance that you're going to have to look a little bit harder if you want them, so, 
Mm-hmm. The lo- if I had to pick the lunar book, it's probably that King Shark, man. That King Shark. Ah, I mean, Flash, Doctor Nightmare sounds promising. You know, um, Aquaman, maybe. Uh, Aquaman specs rough. Uh, that 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 one that one could be a a real long shot. But regardless, I'll still be picking up one just to have in a box, cause you never know, people. You never know. Uh, let's uh. Let's bounce on up out of the Lunars and head on over to uh, Diamond for now. Um, let's see what the hell's on the FLCs this week. Due to be ordered by the 30th of August, we're going to start with some indies. Uh, how about Vault? From Vault, we've got the uh, Barbaric number 3 uh, Deluxe Variants. So I'm noticing a pattern here. They'll put out issue 3, and then they'll, the next week on the FLCs is uh, like... A deluxe variant, deluxe, Jesus, deluxe variant of said issue. Um, and they don't give me uh, the uh, the image art. I mean, but pretty sure they're bagged. Well, no, maybe not. There's a bagged edition and a not bagged edition. Both of them are black and white, though. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's behind them. I haven't seen what issue, the issue uh, two variants look like. They are eight dollar books, though. So. So keep that in mind. Double cover price. Normal cover price. Um, and then also from Vault, we've got Engine Ward number 12. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Another couple of Vault books this week. There is a Hickman variant. From Vault, we go to Valiant. We do go to Valiant. And it's about fucking time. We've got uh, XO again on the FOCs. I think XO will be back next week. As far as in the pull box, but yeah, I'm digging it, man. I, I I can't fucking wait to read EXO again. There's been some gaps, but from what I'm hearing from the creators, there ain't gonna be no more gaps. Uh, from Titan this week, we've got Gun Honey. This one is on the key collector. Um, now whether or not <clears throat> this book takes, I here's the deal: when a book is on key collector. There's automatically going to be speculators' eyes on it. Now, Key Collector is very broad. Um, what they decide to put on there is very just... Sometimes there's... It's really just some other random person spec going, I think this could be good too, without having any fucking indication or reason or anything like that. So, I'm not saying this book gonna be shit. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that it's a book that is... Uh, uh, um, fuck, what am I trying to say? It's featured on Key Collector, and there are some some good covers, too. But a Titan book, that I'm not so sure about. The A cover is a Bill Sienkiewicz cover. Um, anything else? Let's see, Adam Hughes. Oh, man. How is there not nipples? Like, there's like one tiny little strand of hair where the nipples would be. Oh, if you look really, really, really close... They slip that one by. There's a little bit of areola there. Mm-hmm. Look at you, Adam Hughes. Figuring it out, eh? So what is Gun Honey about? Um, oh, well, and the uh, Adam Hughes is an FOC cover, so you can only get this cover through the FOCs. So because of that, this book going to be... People, there's, 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 there's a nipple. There's a partial nipple. Mm-hmm. Um, there really should be two, though. I'm not saying there needs to be more nipple. I'm just saying there, there, that one, 
There's mm, that that little bit of hair's not covering that. Anyway, so uh, when a gun smuggled into high security prison leads to the death of dozens and the escape of a brutal criminal, notorious weapons smuggler Joanna Tan is enlisted by the U.S. government. Find the man she set out. What? She set loose and bring him down. What? I don't know why there would be a colon there. She could just say to find the man she set out. Or set loose and bring him down. I don't know. Um, regardless, I am uh, I think I might actually uh, add this one. I'm gonna get, um, it's got a Stephen King acknowledgement on the on the front, so that's got to be something, right? Or hard case crime. I don't know what that insignia is. Hard case crime. I'm gonna check it out. All right, you have me convinced, key collector. But I'm gonna be getting that FOC variant. Not because I'm pavoided, but because Adam Hughes does well. I mean, all of these covers are pretty good. Pretty good. Alright, continuing on. Just one Titan book, but five covers to choose from on the FOCs. Uh, Oni Press this week. We got Jonna and the Impossible Monsters, number six. So two covers there. Um, heavy Metal? From Heavy Metal, we've got Swamp God, number two. Gnarly looking man. It's a sweet cover. It's disturbing. Uh, from Heavy Metal, we go to somewhere in the A's, I would imagine. Aftershock. Okay, Aftershock, we've got Baby Teeth. Okay, try that again. Baby Teeth, number 20. Uh, Bunny Mask, number four. And Seven Swords, number four. So Bunny Mask continues to... Uh, um, as, as this series continues on, speculators continue to hold on tightly to their number ones. Um, and I think that's a wise idea. I do. I, I think this, this book does have some, some real potential. Um, yeah. And then Baby Teeth is Donny Cates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is this it? Oh, this is the end, my only friend. The end. Um, the final issue, as it says here on the cover. Donnie Cates, he's a busy feller. He's got other stuff to do, right? Isn't he doing something with the old uh, Steggy Poo? Ryan Stegman on Substack? Yeah, right. Uh, from Ablaze, we've got Hap Captain Harlock, Space Pirate. I'm sorry, Space Pirate Captain Harlock. Hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, five covers here on the FOCs to choose from. From a blaze we go boom. Boom, we've got Dark Blood number two, second printing. Ooh, all of them getting second printings. Uh, Dark Blood number three on the FOCs. Oh, and that variant may, uh, may be sparking some interest. Mm-hmm. A tale of suspense, if you will. Yeah, horror classic covers. I dig it, man. The series is getting a lot of fucking eyes on it. People really liking this Dark Blood. I haven't gotten around to checking it out yet, but neato. Uh, Dune House of Trees, uh, number 10 on the FOCs this week. couple covers there. Eat the Rich, number 2. Now, all right, you may be asking, do we continue on with Eat the Rich? Uh, it seemed kind of divisive um, as far as the first issue goes. I am on the positive end of this. I liked it. Other people seem to have not. It seemed very, very split, 50-50. Now... Speculating on a book where the audience is 50-50 could be dangerous. We'll just kind of have to see what uh, 
the the, the second issue provides. Because, I mean, if all of a sudden it turns it around and convinces the naysayers that decided to give it a second chance, then, yes, back to hoarding all of your number ones. That's what I did. I definitely grabbed a few. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two covers on this as well. And then, uh, let's see here, Good Luck, number four. Have a little five-parter. And Once in Future, number 20. Don't you know that was only supposed to be a six-issue series? Look at it now. I'm waiting for the spec on that one to blow up. I need to find some more number ones before that happens. Uh, let's see, am I going to talk about Dynamite this week? Mm, nope. Nope. whole lot of boobies to choose from, though. Uh, we've got red boobies. We've got yellow boobies. We've got... Purple boobies. Oh, every color of boobies you could ever want. I mean, the boobies aren't that color. I'm talking about the co the covers. <laughs> you thought, huh? Got you looking at dynamite, though. See, I'm still doing my job. IDW. From IDW, we have G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 286. Uh, Marvel Action Spider-Man, number 5. What is this? Star Wars Adventures Ghost? What? Vader's... What? The Ghost of Vader's Castle? Is that what this is supposed to be? There we go. The Ghost of Vader's Castle. So, uh... Yeah, it's it's a Vader book. But, let's see, it's Dawn of the Droids. It looks like zombie droids. That's exactly what it feels like, too. Oh, I see what you're doing here. But it's an adventures book, so it's gonna be hard for me to get into as a reader. I try to read the... I, I've tried a few times. Look at Jar Jar on there. What the fuck? Oh, I've tried a couple of times, and... Um, I just... I have a hard time with the... Uh, well, I don't know. The, it's just not for me. And I don't know. I just think it's maybe the story. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, or not the story. The, uh, the art. It's just... I mean, it's clearly for kids. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Um, it is. <laughs> yeah, look at the B cover. It's just, yeah, it's, it's for, it's for kids. You know? I don't want to turn down a Vader story, though. That's, that's rough for me. Alright, look at this. Look at this. TMNT, The Last Ronin, number one. Fourth printing. Um, now. Uh, that, that's, that's raising my eyebrow. Uh, it's it's the A cover, just with a slight color variation for the most part. Um, and also number two, getting a third printing. So, uh, will these later reprints be worth picking up? Uh, will they have some speculative value to them? I'm going to say yes. Um... Uh, as far as number one goes, the second and third print, maybe not so much. But like I said, as the printings go on, shops get fatigued. You know, they're tired of seeing um, books people don't want to buy sitting, still sitting on their shelves. Um, and uh, I'm not saying that nobody wants to buy a TMNT. I'm just saying they were ordered in abundance on those reprints. And um, when, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, this fourth printing, though. I mean, it looks very, very similar to the first print cover. Um, so, I'm going to say probably not a bad pickup. Even at 9 bucks, um, I don't know. I mean, don't go big on it, but you never know. 
Yeah. Reprints can... It's, it's a tough market to, to... To... To speculate on. So... I'll be picking up one. As far as the third printing of... Issue number two... Uh, I guess with this one... You, you gotta like the color red. You know? Um, it, it looks just like the second printing. Only... It's red. So... Take that for what you will. And that, I mean that in itself. It could have collector's value. I mean look at... Um, the uh the the killing joke you know all, all those reprints are just slightly different colors and people are after you know the color they like and i say this is somebody that worked in a comic book shop that's experienced this and it's not just like that one time someone came and was like i like the yellow cover you know uh, no it's <laughs> um yeah i don't know i could see that happening with the last ronin as well i do um yeah take it for what you will also, we have Transformers Beast Wars, number eight. Yep, Beast Wars movies coming, people. Uh-huh, you never know. You never know. Uh, from Dark Horse, we got Black Hammer Visions, number eight. Who's this one going to focus on? The Horseless Rider. Nice. See, I'm going to know everything about Black Hammer. The Horseless Rider. What are you riding if you don't have a horse? Oh, question. See if I read it. I bet I know it. Uh, what are we doing here? One, two, three covers on it. Nice. We've got Killer Queens, number two. This is a David Board joint. Uh, two covers on that one. Three covers on that one. We've got Norse Mythology, number four, of a little six-parter from Neil Gaiman. And we've got Harrow Country, uh, Fair Folk, mm -hmm. number three. So not a whole lot of Dark Horse this week. Uh, from uh, Dark Horse, we're going to go to Image. We're going to wrap up the Indies. We've got Chew, number eight. Of course you're reading Chew, you silly, silly gooses. Y'all check out that John Lehman. Mm-hmm. Y'all check that out. I had that John Lehman interview this week. Make sure you check that out. If you haven't already, there's some Chew news. Yes, there is. Uh, we've got Echo Lands, number two. Now, um, this book is a... Uh, uh, it's a horizontal flip-through. kind of feels like I'm reading a children's book. Um, I haven't got to actually read it yet. I just flipped through it. And, you know, because of that, as much as much speculation as there was around this, um, I think if they want this series to continue on, they're going to have to change the format. Uh, it's, uh, people don't like it. And it's going to kill any spec on this book, which is a bummer for somebody that, well picked up some extra copies so we'll see um i don't know it says the major image comics event of 2021 continues so uh we'll, we'll see what this event is like i said I, I i got my books late from the shop this week they arrive late so i haven't even really had the chance to open anything up yet but this is definitely something on my radar for sure i'll let you know i'll let you know in the meantime i say keep it on your pull list you know it's yeah um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think it's a good. I think it's a good pull. I don't care if it's reading like a children's book. Frontiersman number one. Oh, we got a number one here from Patrick Kindlin and Marco Ferreri. Patience, conviction, revenge. Team Patrick. Alright, classic Green Arrow style adventure blends with the thoughtfulness of concrete and a superhero odyssey for mature but uncynical readers. 
Frontiersman is coaxed out of retirement by an environmentalist group only to find that being a spokesperson makes him a target for old and new enemies alike. For the superhero reader looking for more. Nice. So he's like Smokey the Bear, is what it sounds like. Um, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Kind of looks like a... I don't know. I'm trying to peg that art. Is that lumber jeans? Feels like lumber jeans. Maybe it's not, though. What the fuck do I know? Enough, but not... not well, maybe not, not enough. <laughs> There's a B cover as well. Nice. Violent, huh? I mean, not super violent. He's fighting robots. What? Let's see Davy Crockett fighting a robot. That's just weird. And he's in the city? Oh, man. This could be interesting, people. Philadelphia number 17. Uh, who's doing the badass cover this time? Kent Williams. Sweet. Uh, yeah, stay in Philadelphia, people. That, that book's time is coming. Oh, it's coming. Uh, King Spawn, number two. Oh, they are going to do three covers. Jesus Christ. I hope they don't keep doing three covers, but it looks like it. It looks like it's not going to be too different from uh, Spawn. Um, hmm. I don't have an image of the B cover from McFarlane. But the Fernandez cover is a hot shit. Jesus Christ. Might have talked about this last week, actually. Might have. Um, Sweet Paprika, number three coming out this week. There's five covers on this one. We've got Noctera, number six, getting a second printing. Ooh, hey. It was a good read. I'll say that. Um, I have a feeling it's getting a second printing because there's a lot of chatter about there being some sort of film in development, potentially a series, and I know, it's just like with every other fucking thing out there, but this is a Snyder joint being developed, so, <sighs> what did I say in the beginning, hmm? What did I say? I said this book has so much potential. Of all the Snyder books to be developed, this is the one that I want to fucking see, and, uh, well, you know, Told you. Told you. If I want to see it, it's going to be the first one to get made, so. Mm hmm. My opinion is the most important. I'm so fucking kidding. But, um, I'm not. I'm really not. Old Guard Tales Through Time, number six. This is wrapping up. If you like some Old Guard stuff here, there's uh, three covers to choose from. Ordinary Gods, number one, getting a second printing. Ooh, yeah. Number two, getting a second printing. Ooh, wow. Radiant Black number seven getting a second printing. Now this is a cover that I enjoy. Um, all right, so uh, it's the beginning of a new story. I mean, it's fucking adult Power Rangers people. It's it's, it's what it is, and I dig the shit out of it. This is a great cover. Have we seen them all together on cover yet in costume? Not in costume, I don't think. Uh, we saw them with their helmets off, but not in costume. So, uh, I think I might be picking that one up. And we also have Radiant Black number 8 on the FOCs as well. Uh, Second Chances number 2. So I read Second Chances number 1. 
and uh, I was interested. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this going. Uh, it, it seemed it, it, it really drug me in. Um, the idea of I mean, well, uh, second chances, I guess. But uh, <laughs> oh man, it was uh, it was hard. I didn't know who to follow because people are dying like a son of a bitch, and I like that. I do, you know, when it's, I like misdirection, and, yeah, I, I wasn't sure who the main character was, I, I got a pretty good idea now, but, I don't know, I, I enjoyed it, and this is coming from somebody that does not like black and white books, or gray-scaled books, non-colored books, and it was, it was a thing of beauty, it really was, uh, let's see here, we've got St. Mercy, number two of a little four-parter, uh, Stillwater, number 10. I still need to fucking read Stillwater. <sighs> um, Summoner's War Legacy, number 6. We've got Siphon wrapping up with the third issue. This is an interesting concept. This is one that I'm going to try to uh, grab and trade when that day comes. And it's only three issues, so it should be a cheap trade. I'm guessing a $9 trade coming from Image. And then uh, That Texas Blood, number 10. And uh, Vinyl number four so yeah man um big week from image a king spawn though that fernandez cover is gorgeous as far as frontiersmen go i think i'm gonna pick it up i do i i i, I don't know I, it seemed kind of whack in the beginning my first thought was this seems whack as i just said whack but the more I look at it, the more, and you know, especially after seeing the B cover, I feel that this, this one might have some potential. I don't know, interesting. Interesting. And don't drop Echo Lands yet. Don't do that. Let's uh, head on over to Marvel and let's see what's on the old uh, FOC list this week. Uh, let's start out with Alien number 7. Great covers once again. Amazing Spider-Man number 74. So... Uh, this is the final Nick Spencer issue. It's a great Gleason cover. It almost feels... feels like this is a J. Scott Campbell cover. I mean, I mean, it doesn't look like J. Scott Campbell art, but I feel like I've seen... Like it's a swipe is what I'm trying to say. I could be wrong. But, yeah, I don't... I... Mm, I'm excited for this book because it's the last issue for Spencer. Um, I'm not super stoked how they're going to carry about Spider-Man after this, though. It's... Uh, I don't know. Hey, this Marco Coquetto cover is badass. Look at that. If you look real close, you could see the webs getting ready. To, it's almost kind of nauseating. Uh, this is somebody that has weird phobias speaking. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, I mean, I like it, but I don't like it. Fucking Marco Kiketo doing Spider-Man. Are you kidding? That's a great cover, people. I bet there's a shit ton of covers on this. Let's count them. One cover. Ha, ha, ha. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Still counting. Nine, ten. Ten covers. Ha, ha, ha. Uh... Why are they showing the back cover so much? They're really... Oh, whatever. Um, let's see. Lionel Francis, you get to cover. Uh, 
Vincentini gets a cover. Uh, Sarah Pacelli gets a cover. Look at that Miles Morales variant. Uh-huh. It's a sideways cover. Oh, it's because they're, they're spiders. That's why. Um, <laughs> I know, you guys are so tired of sideways. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, this Alex Maleev cover might be the winner, though. That might be the winner. If you have to get one variant, that might be the one. Oh, no, that Marco Caquetto character. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. Dig it. So, yeah, no more no more Nick Spencer. Now they're going to go to weekly, and they're just going to be switching or ro rotating creative teams, I think. So, yeah. I picked up previews this week, and wasn't... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it feels like it's all over the place, and they're gonna do all types of like beyonds and shit. You you'll, you'll see. You'll see. We'll be talking about that, and I'm sure I'll be not super stoked to talk about that. But it's not that I don't like the creative teams going into this. I just think that they. It's not what I would have fucking done if I were Marvel. Let's get Spider Spider Spidey on a monthly. Okay, we don't need bi-weekly. Once a month with one bad ass fucking team. That's I don't know. Tom Taylor's not busy, right? <laughs> God, I could just keep wishing. The day that Tom Taylor writes the ongoing Spider Man is the day that I can ugh, I can die a happy man. I can. I would die a happy man. If I gotta see a fifty issue Tom Taylor Spider Man run. Or 74 issues. <sighs> it's been a rough time for Spidey fans. I'm not saying objectively it's bad. But majoritively, people ain't really digging it. So, yeah. It's been like one long, drawn-out 75-issue arc. <sighs> uh, Avengers 47 getting a second printing. So if you're into uh, uh huh, the Winter She-Hulk, there she is. Uh, let's see, Daredevil number three, 33 getting a second printing, too. It's kind of out of nowhere. Uh, I think it's ending at 34, though. So, yikes. Oh, man, I don't know, second printing on that. Could be, uh, uh it's not really a key issue, though, so. Take it for what you will. Oh, we got the, ooh, we got the death of Doctor Strange. Ooh, he says. Look at that A cover. Jesus fucking Christ, Kara Andrews. This is the best thing that I've ever seen Kara Andrews do. And uh, already a top-notch artist. So, Alright, Death Comes for the Sorcerer Supreme. Dr. Stefan Strange is the, uh, <laughs> triggered, is the world's greatest neurosurgeon and Earth's Sorcerer Supreme. We knew that, though. He defends our planet from the supernatural and interdimensional threats no other hero is equipped to handle. But what would happen if he unexpectedly died? Who would protect the Earth and keep the mystical evils at bay? The final chapter in the life of Doctor Strange starts here. What? No, they wouldn't kill off old Stephen Strange, really, would they? You know, Marvel, they seem kidders. Is this a series to speculate on? I don't know about all that, but let's see how many covers they're doing here. Uh, you got your A cover. Then we got a Busto Stormbreakers. It's nice and colorful. And how about that uh, 
Miles Morales variant. Look at that. Hey, that's actually pretty cool. That is actually pretty cool. Wow. Uh, it's, uh, it's fucking hip as shit. What's going on with those fingers, though? Oh, never mind. You got them right. You got them right. Um, Michael Del Mundo. Mm-hmm. Mike Del Mundo. Why do they put Michael Del Mundo? That's weird. It doesn't go by Michael. It's Mike. Um, hmm. I dig that. That is a cool cover. Killing it, Del Mundo. Always kills it, though. Momoko gets a variant as well. It's just bad. Uh, Scotty Young gets a variant. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at his little ghosty poo. Uh, cheer up, Doc. Dead doesn't usually mean dead. Dead. It's more like paused dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you would all know that. Wolverine and Captain America and Cyclops and Elektra. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Um, yep, we've all been there and done that, and of course Spider-Man. Of course Spider-Man's died too. I dig it, man. Um, that's actually kind of a neato cover. I'm 50-50 on Scotty Young. You know, part of me thinks that he's kind of gimmicky, but at the same time, I like his gimmick. So, yeah, I dig it. Uh, Defenders number one getting a second printing. I would pick up the second printing. There's a whole heap of first appearances in it. Oh, and look at that. Look at that. It's reprinting a page. Alright, so this would be the first cover appearance of Omnimax. Um, yeah. Because uh, it's, well, first cameo cover. Uh, no, I guess you can't say that. No, this couldn't be the first. If they dub this the first cover appearance, then I'm going to call bullshit on anybody that cameo calls. Because it, how could it be a first cover appearance if it count if it's the cameo? You know, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how this is classified. I'm very curious to see how this is classified. Regardless, I think it's a wise pickup. Um, something I would you know pick up an abundance of. I'm not sure, but one or two probably isn't going to hurt you, especially if you're getting them at a discount. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 36. Let's see what the Miles cover looks like here. Russell Dalterman doing that. That's pretty neat. Oh, look at the thing, huh? I dig the shit out of that. Um, and then even the A cover is pretty gnarly. Mark Brooks, come on. Fuck yeah. This, uh, this, this Fantastic Four story arc has been great. Um, I'm... I'm digging what Dan Slott has been doing. He has been just under the radar. is uh, <laughs> doing Fantastic Four, but this is... It's been a great series. More issues have been bangers than not. Let's put it that way. Uh, what is this? What the fuck? Um, Nico Leon. It's a wraparound flame variant. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it's literally just flames. That's it. Um, hmm, interesting, I don't know what the fuck the point of that is, but now it's got me wondering, is there going to be a flame variant, is there going to be a rock variant, is there going to be an invisible variant, is there going to be a, I don't know, rubber variant, elastic variant, does that make you feel better, I don't know, um, hmm, hmm, if there is a theme, 
I guess I would know this if I read... Oh, I didn't get my previews. That's why. I didn't get the Marvel previews from the last month. <sighs> That's why I don't know these things. Uh, Gamma Flight, number four. Uh, let's see here. Two covers on that. Do not sleep on Gamma Flight, people. And also, I do believe that we are getting an origin of... Uh, um, let me just make sure here. Where you at, motherfucker? Jesus Christ. With the skippy poos, jeez. Come on. Where the fuck's it at? There it is. Yeah, Stockpile. Origin of Stockpile. I think Stockpile is a character that we all need to <laughs> be clamoring to get the first uh, first appearance of. And that would be mm, issue number one of Gamma Flight. I think Stockpile is going to be living on. I think the character, especially after the revelations of who she comes from in the third issue. Yeah. She's somebody's daughter, people. Mm-hmm. Somebody important in the Hulk universe. So, yes, yes. And I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to fucking spoil it. This is not that, that the type of show. But I'm telling you, get that number one. And then here's the origin. It's going to explain that, that, that lineage a little bit better, I would imagine. It's, it's, this Gamma Flight, I think, is the most underappreciated thing that... Marvel has done all year. All year. My favorite thing that Al Ewing has ever done. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number 18. Two covers on that one. Sorry, three covers on this one. That Miles is dope. Look at Miles in space in a fucking space shoot and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is cool. Who did that? Francesco Mata? Good for you. That's badass. Uh, Spider-Man number 29 getting a second printing. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Moon Knight number three. Now, according to the Key Collector app, it says uh, there is a possible first appearance of uh, Hunter's Moon. Now, as somebody that read this month's Marvel's previews, I must say that Hunter's Moon isn't actually going to pop up until issue number five. Uh, Key Collector is going to... Maybe... Maybe we'll get some cameos. Uh, but according to previews, issue number five uh, of Moon Knight, it's going to say, or it says, oh shit, where did it go? Hang on a second. I'm going to figure out what this says. Hang on. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm flipping through here, and it says Moon Knight's enemy is revealed, but it's not the same as caught. So, uh, I don't know. What revealed really means, now that I reanalyze that. Um, revealed to Moon Knight or revealed to us? <sighs> I don't know. I have a feeling that this is this is going to get drug on for a few issues, though. And I'm not saying drug on by Marvel or anything like that. Drug on by Key Collector. I think they're going to be leading us on for a while. Um, I don't know. I'll probably, honestly, up until that point, just to be safe, I'm going to pick up two issues, and then by issue number five, if we still don't see uh, Hunter's Moon or whoever, I mean, m maybe Hunter's Moon is revealed in this, and in issue number five, there's a, a new villain. I don't know. Moon Knight doesn't exactly have a super deep rogues gallery, so maybe that's what they're trying to build up, because we all know they're trying to get people hyped for the uh, Moon Knight series. So, I don't know, man. Um... 
Moon Knight speculation goes, it's uh, it's kind of it's hard to say. It's, it's, you read one thing and it's kind of contradicting the other. But uh, Hunter's Moon, when, the, when this this character is revealed, yeah, um, I, I'm not sure if that's who this. Uh, I think he's gonna be a big deal. So I don't know. Just keep your eyes peeled on this. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of misdirection and misleading. Like now that I'm reading the uh, the description here, it sounds like he would very much pop up in this. So um, words words are misleading. Like revealed, who's it being revealed to? Moon Knight or us as readers? So yeah, I don't know. Um, just if it doesn't happen in this, though, I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you it's. It's going to be number five. If it doesn't happen in three, it's 100% going to be number five. So, there you go. Um, but I still... I'm going to pick up two of every uh, every issue in, in this run until we get to that point. Because, for one, I mean, I'd I like to have a run for me. And two, I, I also believe that as a speculator, selling a one through five Moon Knight run, once this series takes off, having an extra one through five is probably... Not a bad idea. Um, I don't know. I, I play the long game, people. I do, and it pays off. It, it really does, because the game, you know, the games that I played two years ago, are very, very, very much paying off now. So it does pay to be patient. A speculator is not always about a quick flip. That's what a flipper is, and um, there, there's a difference. There's a difference. Um, let's see here. Let's uh, push forward. Holy shit, look at that fucking... <laughs> look at that Miles Morales variant by Greg Land. That is cool. That is neat-o. Um, it's, it's, like it's like an amalgam of... It's like a moon spider. Mm-hmm. Moon spider. Arachnite? Nah, moon spider. Yes, I dig the shit out of that. That was cool. Uh, Reptile, wrapping up with the fourth issue there. Two covers. Mm-hmm. Spirits of Vengeance, Spirit Rider, number one, getting a second printing. Oh, it's in black and white. I like it. Uh, could be a deal, people. Could be a thing. Um, but it's going to take some patience. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 16. Couple, few covers there. Three of them. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads, number three. Look at that. Is that Devil Dinosaur? What? I dig it. I dig it. Uh, United States Captain America number four. We got another first appearance here. This is going to be Ariel Agabayani. Agabayani, I believe is how you say that. She is a Filipino, I believe. Oh, did I get that right? Yep, Filipino. Filipino-American, because she's Captain America. You know what I mean? You can't be just some Filipino that comes in going, give me the shield. Bruh, no, you have to be like half American and shit. Otherwise, yeah. And that's that's. And I know there's people going, oh, you can't fucking. Blah, 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 blah. And you see what they're doing here, people. They're trying to showcase, you know, um, like African American culture and Filipino American culture and Asian American culture. And you could still be. They're trying to say that you could be an American. Doesn't matter what your skin color is, son. Daughter, Missy, whatever you hear, you don't matter their skin color. You can be American. And that's 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 what the the the, uh, the voice behind this title really really is. And I know that there's a lot of fucking uh, uh, I guess what do you call them? Uh, uh shit. 
See, I'm not... Uh, comic skaters, yeah. The comic skaters are going to be all over this. Um, but in the end, I really... I don't think this is pushing um, any type of... Uh, it's, it's not being forceful. It's just being inclusive, you know? Um, are these characters something to speculate on? When they do the Captain America into the America-verse movie, you know? Sure. Uh, but in the meantime, I don't know, man. I mean, I pick up two of each just... Or, no, I, I think I only pick up one. I think I'm only picking up one. Because honestly, these... I, mean, I don't really need them in my collection. I don't think. Maybe I am picking up two. I fucking forget. I think there's a couple of them I picked up too. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, shit, what's the first one? I don't even know if it was about race now that I think about it. I think it was about sexuality. Fuck. Was that character of any other type of... Hmm... He said a million too many times now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Speculation? Possibly. The Filipinos are going to love it. Uh, X-Corp number five. A uh, couple covers there. X-Men number three. Great covers, man. I love that we're seeing some Laura Kinney on this. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Any, uh, any speculation on these X-Men books right now? Well, as a matter of fact, there was on X-Corp a uh, first appearance of noble, of a Nobilis Pharmaceuticals mercenary team. So take that for what you will. I mean, I'll, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a tough call there. Not really. I don't know if that is a tough call. I think that's an easy call. Um, nothing on X-Men number two or three. I'm, as, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Just get um no uh not not on X Men number three. However, on X Men Legends we do have two first appearances, and it doesn't look like we're getting any more of those John Tyler Christopher action figure variants. That's a fucking bummer. But as far as uh the the, the first appearances here, let's see where'd you go? Um, first appearance of Jai Jai and Hino Chan. Okay, are you on the cover at all? Mm, nope, nope, unless you're one of them hooded figures. Let's see, let me just double check the variant. There's a variant as well. No, that's Jubilee on that son of a bitch. Damn, that's a good cover. If you're a Jubilee fan, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, take those first appearances for what you will. Mutant first appearances. There's enough mutants. Do we need more? Um, some may ask. I, however, say give me moss. I want all of the mutants. Um, yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll be picking this one up. Could be, uh, no, you never know. You never know. And then finally, on the FOCs this week, we have X-Men Onslaught Revelation number one. It is a one-shot. You have strayed from the way of the X, the way of X. The onslaught is upon you. The X-Men's greatest foe, mutant kind's primal evil, slithers in the minds of its most senior leaders. The kids whisper of the Crucible, a, uh, a party to end all parties, a party to end everything. The seals are broken, the trumpets have sounded, only a small band of eccentric mutants can hope to break the fall. Can Nightcrawler light the spark that will drive out the shadows, or will Krakoa slip into the abyss? I'm going to say Nightcrawler going to come through and fuck some shit up and save the world, you know? Because um, 
it would be really weird if Onslaught just wiped out the X-Men. So there you go, people. Uh, that's uh, those are the FOCs this week. What's my what's my big pick? What's the what's the duh pick? The big duh. Um, hmm, let's see here. Let's see here. Let me do a little scrolly poo. Jesus, not a lot from Marvel to be honest. Um, fuck. Nothing that I'm super super confident about. Hmm. That's a good thing, though. That is. I think that's a good thing. Uh, because it, it, it's going to keep... It's going to weed out the weak. You know, the ones that aren't here for the right reason. You know what I mean? Um, overall, I, th I really think the King Shark... The Suicide Squad King Shark book is the one that I'll be ordering the most of this week. Uh, yeah. I kind of like that it's not a super heavy spec week. Even though Key Collector, you just scroll, and you scroll, and you scroll, and you scroll, and you scroll. Um, yeah, it's, uh, huh, let's see here. Yeah, there's just so much. There's so much. There's so much. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Do Dr. Nightmare, you know, from Flash. But I, I still think it's the King Shark book with the five first appearances. So there you go. I'm going to take a quick little uh, break while you can pause it. And then um, uh, you fill out your FOCs this week. And uh, we'll be right back to talk about, and uh, let me remind you of, the uh, the books coming out next week that you should have already pre-ordered, right? right? Or maybe you didn't, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I'll be right back. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. Alright, I am back, as promised, to talk about the books coming out on the, uh, well, the first? Yeah, the first of September. Um, but, I guess if it's lunar, it'd be the, uh, the 31st, huh? So here we go, the book's coming out on the 31st. Uh, from lunar, we've got Aquaman, 80th Anniversary, 100-page special. Uh, all your covers there. You know, keep in mind, during this back end of the podcast, I will be speeding through it, unless there's some sort of uh, speculation to remind you of, or some new information that's come to light, man. So yeah, whole lot of Aquaman covers there. Uh, Batman Fear State Alpha, I do believe there's going to be a first appearance of the uh, uh, anti... What's her name? Fucking Oracle? Yeah, anti-Oracle. So, yeah. Um, could be a 
Sounds like she's going to be utilized. Uh, let's see, two covers on that. Uh, let's, oh, it's the week of annuals. It's the week of annuals. We've got the Batman Superman annual. We've got the Harley Quinn annual. Uh, we've got Infinite Frontier number five. Still need to be reading that, people. Um, Midnighter annual. For some reason, don't know why, but they are. Uh, let's see, Static number three is coming out this week. A couple covers there. Uh, Teen Titans Academy number six coming out this week. Still digging the Teen Titans Academy, and we got Wonder Girl number three. And I do believe there was some possible first appearance. Uh, was it Eros? I believe. I don't know. Um, yeah, but a uh, first appearance popping up in Wonder Girl. So, yeah, not a whole lot from uh, Lunar coming out this week. That's usually how DC rolls when it comes to uh, the end of the quarter. And that's what it is. It's the end of the quarter. So, yeah. Uh, Alright, let's fucking... Uh, let's go to Marvel now. Or not Marvel. Diamond. And see what the fuck's happening on the first. Ah! Ah! Uh, from Vault, we've got m m m money shot number fourteen. Mm -hmm. Got your black bag, sexy variant. Mm -hmm. Bet you there's at least one nipple. Uh, from Second Sight, we have Nossing. Nossing from Second Sight. From Oni Press, we have Kaiju Max season six number three. Mm -hmm. uh, Mad Cave, Nossing. Nossing from Mad Cave. Uh, Keen Spot, we've got God Mode number four. That's wrapping up a four-parter. Who's reading God Mode? Well, it'll be in your box next week. From Heavy Metal, we've got Tarna Elements. Tarna Elements? It's a one-shot. Originally published in Heavy Metal Magazine, this story follows Tarna's path to its current bold new direction. It's a $3 book. Mm -hmm. So that's Heavy Metal stuff next week. Uh, lots of scrolling, lots of scrolling, lots of scrolling. It's just as annoying for me, people. Black Mask, we've got Hwat, number two, second printing. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Behemoth. From Behemoth, we've got You Promised Me Darkness, number five. The A and the B and the C. Now, this is a book that had all of the speculation around it. Everybody and their mother was fighting each other to get these, uh, these covers, these variants and then people read issue number one, and they're like, uh, what? And then people read issue number two, and they're like, what? And then nobody read issue number three, so all the speculation on this series is dead. Um, I'm not saying that it, it will never pop up again, but as of right now, I mean, it can't be resurrected. I mean, it's comics, you know? Shit comes back to life. <laughs> Metaphors? <laughs> but, uh... Right now, right now, there is, uh, there's no life, and you promised me darkness speculation. And any life, and if there is, it's on his last breath. Like, if this fifth issue isn't, f if, like, the three people that are still reading this, uh, isn't, uh, huge, if it's not fucking huge, and these, the three people that are reading it, don't clamor to the internet saying, it's okay, it's okay, it all made sense, come back and read it. Then yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> any any movie potential or anything like that. Fuck, if there is a movie in pro uh, 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 production, I wouldn't be surprised. At it. Like eh, maybe never, never, never mind. 
just because of how quickly it just went to a halt. Like, I've never seen a book go from, uh, you know, they say zero to six, I say 60 to zero, and an issue. Just, uh, I mean, Mother of Madness was the closest thing to that, but even then a lot of people kind of went into that going, eh, probably not. You know, and then most people just I came out not surprised that it was <laughs> what they expected it to be. But you promised me darkness was something that, you know, yeah. But mm, no, no, <laughs> I don't know. It's sad. I hate saying that. I don't say that with pleasure because I'm somebody that fucking speculated for one. But two, you know, it, it seems really cool. Uh, second coming, only begotten son, number four, finally coming out. Finally, but it's here. Well, it will be. It better be. Otherwise, I'm gonna say stuff in this microphone. Mm. Uh, almost American, number one. We're talking aftershock now, by the way, people. Aftershock. We got almost American, number one. Uh, Miles to go, number five, and Phantom on the scan, number five. Almost American. It has potential, but I don't know if it's. It, it just doesn't feel like it's a read for me. So yeah. Um. You know, it just feels a little political. Uh. Oh, fuck. Oblige? Nope. Nope. That was a good time to yawn. Aardvark. Nope. Damn. It'd have been cool to have Aardvark a couple weeks in a row. Uh, boom. There better be boom. We've got Basilisk. Basilisk is coming from boom. Number four. Uh, let's see here. Two covers there. We've got Buffy. Vampire Slayers. Number 29, two covers there. Magic Gatherings. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm uh, Eastern European. Um, number 6, Magic the Gathering, number 6. Whoa, that fucking Riccardi variant is loud. There's a lot of lines in there, people. A lot of lines. It's like one of those things, you know... When, for the old people out there, you know, you like stare at it, and it's just a bunch of looks like somebody spilled something, and then you stare at it, and it's like, oh shit, it's a pirate ship. I feel like this is kind of what this looks like. There's a lot of lines. Good lord. Do you have nothing better to do than to just. <laughs> <laughs> Was that line right there really necessary? Sorry, I'm not talking shit. It's just. It's, it's a whole nother level of art that. Phew. That's a lot of lines. Um, the many deaths of Layla stars wrapping up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, indeed, eh? Um, there's a there's a foil variant. Yep, I'll be getting both covers here. Uh, what will Layla Star do when she's finally given the chance to resume the mantle of death? Spoilers. I didn't read the fourth one yet. Wait, yeah, I did. Um, wait, no, I didn't. Wait, did I? Huh. I don't know. I lost track of the numbers. I'm going to say no. I haven't. Fuck. I must be behind. Son of a bitch. That's a fucking bummer. Um, so yeah. No, I didn't know she's going to be giving you an opportunity. Uh, wow. Um, I dig it though. I, I, I this was a series that fucking took me by surprise. I was a big fan. Big, big fan. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see how it wraps up. And then 
finally we have We Only Find the One Where They're Dead, number eight. Two covers on that one. So that's all boom coming out next week. Let's go, uh, uh, Ida W. We've got Marvel Action Origins, number three. Sonic the Hedgehog, 43. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number eight. Uh, Transformers, 34. And Transformers King Grimlock, number two. So, your typical IDW week. Mm-hmm. We got Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics, we got Black Hammer Reborn, number three. Yes. Uh, this one should be on my pull list now. I don't know what the fuck has been going on, but um, I'm f- I'm fairly certain that um, Tarl, uh from Nerds Forever mm-hmm, uh, is going to have the first couple of issues for me, and then I've since added it to the pull list, but yeah, uh, this is something I'm very, 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 very interested in. Uh, Gru meets Tarzan, number two. A Lucky Devil, number two. Parasomnia, number three. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of whore. Uh, whore in my bed. Witcher. Uh, which is Lament, number four, wrapping up mm, video games. And Worst Dudes, number four. So it's a Dark Horse week. Now let's talk Image. From Image, we've got Beauty. All Good Things. What is this? From Jeremy Hahn and Jason A. Hurley and Matthew Dow Smith. So, uh... Mm-hmm. Yep, well, yep. Those are the names that I just said. Yep, how many pages? It doesn't say. It doesn't fucking say. It just says, uh, showcasing the finale of the groundbreaking horse series. What? 48 page special? I don't know. I must have missed something. So, for those of you that know, then there you go. Uh, Commanders in Crisis is wrapping up uh, with its 12th issue, four covers as per usual. Uh, Firepower number 15. Geiger wrapping up with the sixth issue. Sad day. Uh, Inkblot number 12. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Lighthouse. Um, number five. Wrapping up. Lots of, lots of series ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Sweet Paprika number two is popping off this week. Uh, Savage Dragon 260. Pretty sure that's like the eleventh time I've said that. Uh, Spawn three twenty one. We got our three covers there. Undiscovered Country fifteen still going, and uh, Walking Dead Deluxe twenty two. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Those are all the image books coming out next week. It might be kind of a slow week, but remember, it's the end of the quarter. It's the end of the quarter. That's how it usually goes. Um, Marvel. Or a lot of times, sometimes they come out heavy, too. Mm, depends. Um, yeah, do they want a strong start or a strong finish? No. Uh, Marvel. Let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, we got Avengers number 48. Now this is going to be the Winter She-Hulk appearance. Uh, Captain Marvel number 32. We're talking the Dark Marvels. Dark Ages number 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, new first appearance in that one. Tom Taylor, six-parter, gonna be amazing. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five covers there. Uh-huh. Uh, Demon Days, Cursed Web, number one. That's that Momoko crap. Uh, Hellions, number 15. Last Annihilation. A Wigan and Hulkling, number one. Yeah, they're still talking about Empire and stuff. 
Uh, New Mutants 21. Uh, Sinister War wrapping up with the fourth issue. I would hope so. Uh, not that the Sinister War has been bad, but let's, let's you know, no more, uh, no more, um, uh, Nick Spencer, yay. Uh, the Star Wars High Republic number nine, the ultimate, uh, ultimate fallout number four, facsimile, mm-hmm, and then the web of Spider-Man number four, so. Uh, Dark Ages is probably the one to get most excited about. I think the sleeper book's going to be Captain Marvel number 32. And uh, that's how I'm feeling about Marvel this week. And now, you know, and that facsimile is probably going to be a good deal too. So, alright people, that's what's coming out. I hope you've already pre-ordered. Um, if you haven't, once again, check out 307nerds4ever.com. 307nerds4ever.com. Or, uh, yeah. No, no, if I can get a hold of Tarl, just call 307. Be like, hey, I'm going to start a pull list. Cheers to comics. Told me about you. Mm, no. All right, people, remember, check out cheerstocomics.com as well. It's the one-stop place to, to get all of the, the new content, you know, no matter where you listen to it and how you want to get it. Just, bam, cheerstocomics.com. It'll all be right there. Uh, let's see here. That's uh, that's it. Remember to leave the reviews on uh, Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. And um, um, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at 
uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 